Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yeah, watching for the very first time. Very first time. Oh, I've forgotten to do like an intro. I forgot what? to say where we are. I haven't thought of it. Oh, we've just started. I, know, but I forgot. <laughs> like... um, okay. Anyway, here we are, everyone. <laughs> where do you want to be? Are we in the hospital? We're in the hospital. We're in the hospital. It's very overlit, but there are some nice plants around. Yes. Sorry, I'm just moving wires for my cat. Yes, there are. There we are. There we are. Sorry, everyone. That's the intro this week. It's... Well, I'll intro like my scenario right now. Story time, Sarah. My cat is. I was just telling Mark before we started. So under, I record at my desk, and I have my printer under my desk. And my cat is obsessed with the printer. The printer, as soon as it turns on, she's there and she just waits for paper to come out. Anyway, I printed just before we came online and it's all off. But she's just sat here crying under my feet because she just wants to play with the printer. A very appropriate pet talk this week. Yeah. Not jumping too far ahead, but we have an introduction this week. Have we? I mean, yeah, K9. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! This episode is not going well at all. I thought you meant like we have like something. I thought you were going to surprise me with something. (laughs) (laughs) My god! Right, canine was that was such a good surprise. Well, you okay? Well, let's just talk about canine a minute. You know canine. I know K9, as in I've seen odd clips. I don't know K9 more. And actually, I thought K9 was later. I thought K9 was in the 80s. So it was a complete surprise. And I actually think that, because I know you're not a fan of this episode. Not that much. This story, sorry, not episode. I didn't mind it. And I think we're going to be at some battle heads today. Battle heads? Butting heads. We're going to be butting heads today. I don't want to be too horrible about it, but it's a, definitely a drop in quality. I mean, I'm looking at production stuff. Maybe a bit of story. I, I didn't think the production was as bad as... Like, I was expecting it a lot worse. And maybe it's because we've had a lot worse. There were some things that weren't brilliant. But generally, I thought the sets weren't too bad. I really liked the contrast between episode one and two. That, I think, was probably my favourite part of the whole thing. I think they are already running out of money for whatever reason, and <laughs> it shows majorly. Okay, well, it's invisible anyway, everyone. Let's just start. <laughs> we've got plenty to say. I'm ready. Right, Invisible Enemy, part one. Yeah, here we go. We start off with terrible model work, cheap spaceship. Yeah, it reminded me of Red Dwarf. I even texted you that, didn't I? Like, that wasn't great. But it did remind me of Red Dwarf. It felt, and even, like, the camaraderie between the people, you know, the space guys, whose names I don't know. They don't mean anything to me. So that crew at the beginning. Well, you know, this is a contrast from season 13. You remember Planet of Evil, where they're on that ship and he had the glass table and it was the Jekyll and Hyde guy on the ship and yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to get off the planet with the red thing. That was a proper crew, the spaceship on different levels. It looks like a space crew. This, okay, they've gone for the different levels. They've tried that again. Those space suits don't fit them very well. 
the captain guys up there, bad acting, I'm sorry, from all of them, terrible. They don't even, they're just, and then those guys sitting down, they're on like two like leather sort of sofa chairs. They don't even match. They've just, someone's just found some random sofas outside in the props department and put them together. Where's the, like, the intention? It's not a spaceship. It's some weird, like, lounge area that they're like, oh, let's pretend this is a spaceship. We're playing, make, but I like, there's no, if you compare it to a couple of seasons ago, it's terrible. And they're that acting. Come on. They're like, oh, we're in space. Oh, we're sitting here. Mm." It's awful. Mark, can you do me a favor? Can you, like, have a really just, Really express your opinion on this for me. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I know this is. I know, but just I get just, off that fence, Mark. Have an opinion, God. Well, I mean, they can't all be. We've said so. We've had so many amazing stories and so really good quality. And I don't know how. I, I, I it must come down to money. I mean, that doesn't explain the bad acting, but it must come <laughs> down to money that they had money last season. And these guys, oh, contact has been made. Uh, and. <laughs> uh, God. So it's funny because to me, I can't remember their names. They had no impact on me at all. Like, I couldn't tell you which was which. No, they're just the three crew baddies. They're just three crew guys. And, like, that is that. They were just the crew. And I found that quite funny. Maybe it's because I had no expectation I thought oh, maybe it winds me up because this is, say, I was showing you Doctor Who for the first time, which I know I am, but you've seen a lot of Doctor Who now, so you know what to expect. This is what people think classic Doctor Who is. Wobbly sets, bad acting. I didn't, uh, that. I didn't notice any wobbly this sets. Is what, this is what gives it a name. And I think maybe that's part of it, that sort of embarrassment, and you just want it to be a bit better. And I know as a maybe as a kid, you'd watch it and you'd think it was amazing. This one, I didn't watch as a kid so I don't have any special sort of connection with it it was just a video that I got much later on just to sort of fill the collection yeah so it, it wasn't anything special there's ambition amazing ambition in the script yeah. but it, they can't fulfill it so don't do it I didn't think it was that bad like I didn't think look okay here's what I thought worked well and we're just gonna like stream i know we're supposed to be on episode one but we're just streaming through so the beginning all right there's some like some shoddy beginning shots and stuff but i've kind of got used to stuff like that so like they're not always brilliant they're not always cinematic and beautiful it was quite nice not to be on like a quarry that was quite like we've been on the quarry a lot recently so it's nice to be somewhere to have just a different start so that i appreciated like I said, it reminded me of Red Dwarf, and Red Dwarf was done on the cheap, so maybe like maybe there's like a nostalgia to it for me for that. Anyway, like Mark, hold it in, hold it in. I'm saying the things like, God, you are already. This is worse than missing episodes. <laughs> this is worse. Anyway, so I thought it was an idea. I thought it was a bit of an unusual one in terms of like the Doctor getting taken over, um, and Leela not being affected. I thought that was quite clever. Is then like, oh, okay, yeah, why and. Um, all that it did kind of annoy me when his his answer was just to go to sleep at the end of episode one and i was kind of like where are we gonna go from here is he on holiday i'm confused but then when it started episode two and we'd been in this really dark dingy 
gross spaceshipy thing running around that and it was all quite dark and they're going up and down those steps and things and then that hot and then it was just this completely different thing i love the scene with leela and the receptionist i love that <laughs> there was so like that dialogue was just funny and brilliant and then in rolls canine and i was like oh i did not see that coming at all and i love that like for me watching it for the very first time. Like, I don't know what's coming. So to go from what was this really weird, dark, dingy, the doctor's just fallen asleep and gone into a coma. And I kind of miss where they were like, we need to get him to the hospital. Or like, I can't remember this. They didn't say hospital, but they were like, we need to get him to somewhere. I love Leo's confusion over it. And I love just the complete contrast because those two sets were completely different. And I okay, love yeah. that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I loved as well some of the spacey signs. And um, one of them, it said, "Oh, accident or was it accident room or not isolation." It was isolation room, and it was spelt wrong, and it made me laugh. So, whatever reason they decided that in the future here everything is spelt phonetically, so that's isolation. why everything sort of, all the signs are all just written like that, which is bizarre. I thought it was just really funny. I like the space, like when they were. Um, on the wrong floor and it had the space words but I kind of worked it out because then there's like some not you know all that I quite liked it I don't know I just thought it was a bit corny but sometimes Doctor Who is a bit corny I'm gonna go through I'm just gonna go through and try and be a bit positive you're gonna uh, struggle I can tell okay well we have that but your jumper looks great that's positive oh thanks you're welcome <laughs> Well, we then see the old console room back again. The Doctor and Lena are in there. Yes, again, again. That was nice. I enjoyed that. We haven't seen that for a while. He didn't like the decoration. As soon as we give that old console room an icon award, it goes off and disappears. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I, I did like the old console room, but it doesn't make me think of Doctor Who. It's nice to see this other one back, actually. We yeah. love the other one. I really nice. love the other one. It's so different, but it doesn't... Whenever I saw it, I just thought, it doesn't make me think Doctor Who. And as soon as we saw the new console room, I was like, well, the old one, I guess, but in its new form, apparently. I was like, yes, this is Doctor Who. We also have Leela back in her old outfit again. Yeah, that was a, a blast from the past. But again, I guess that's what she is. That's what she wears. And then, so this crew has got taken over. And you can tell they've been taken over because suddenly they've got all sorts of paper stuck to their face. <laughs> I thought it was like, you know, um, like those really giant sequins you can buy? Well, yeah, that's what they were. I, <laughs> I was like, I love that someone in like costume or makeup's gone. In my head, it's the 70s. And the 70s is like disco and stuff. And they're like, I got a load of these sequins left over. Shall we just like... St-? And I just sort of put them on the face. Like, that is the dialogue in my head. And I love it. I mean, I don't... Why? Could they be a bit more subtle if people are taken over? Or does it need to be so bold that you're like... You, you can't hide it that you've been taken over by this thing. Because it's <laughs> your whole... You get fake eyelashes put on you. I quite liked that. Because sometimes I find it hard to follow, like, who's at what point. So I knew the people that are taken over look like that. <laughs> and the people that aren't don't look like that. And I quite, as a as a viewer following, 
and what sometimes can be a bit of a, you know, following commands. I mean, like, for example, the doctor for a while was trying to restrain it. Then he was really all like ice, ice baby, you know, like... The doctor gets zapped in the TARDIS, doesn't he? There was a lot of, like... I enjoyed when it was really clear the people that have been taken over and the people that haven't yet. Well, they go down on this planet and then they they enter, well, I put the worst party ever, the worst acting ever and the worst death. When they come in, hey, come on in. We're relaxing, having a party. Come on in. Join the party. Our last supper on Titan. Well, come on, get your gear off and relax. You're going to be here for... Hey, you guys! It's te- it's like that. I don't know when you're at a party trying forcing yourself to have a good time. It's the worst act, and then they get shot, and then they're like, they all just fall down like oh, like this. He's got like a bottle. Hey, join the. It's not a party. It's terrible. It's awful. That is the worst scene I think I've ever seen in Doctor Who up to this point. That wow. party scene. And that is definitely our game. Worst moment. Wait till we get the Doscars. But that, <laughs> surely you must see, that was terrible. Hey, we're in oh, here. They... Hey, we're having a party. <laughs> like, yes. But it's not, it doesn't stick out so much as being terrible. I think it was. I, oh. I think, like, there were enough other bad things going on that, but not, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like, I didn't think it was brilliant, but I didn't hate it. Well, did you notice, so the supervisor guy, so he's the one that, he does get taken over eventually, but in this first episode, he runs around, for somebody, he runs out the airlock, comes back, gets frozen. Oh, yeah, he's really sad, and he's like, I don't understand what's going on with them. Yeah, yeah, him. We've seen him in Doctor Who before. Go on. He is Lawrence, you got told three times, Scarman from Pyramids of Mars, the one whose brother dies. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember him? Sort of, but the fact that you've thrown in that you got told three times made me laugh. You said you got told three times. That is Lawrence Scarman from Pyramids of Mars. <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure if you'd remember him or not. He's terrible in this as well. Um, everyone who gets you taken over, him. you get taken over, and you just act badly and you get sequinized oh and then we have when the TARDIS or the ship or whatever is getting like zapped by this space effect. It's some weird like smoky, watery terrible effects yeah terrible on the on the dvd they have replaced the special effects by the way so you can watch this with better effects if you want to i didn't need to oh and then i thought it was a bit weird in the tardis so leela has got this instinct i'm oh, sorry i'm going back a little bit this is before the doctor gets zapped and she's sort of hiding well i liked her doing her name on the blackboard but then she's sort of hiding in the corner holding the doctor's scarf being like, oh, I've, there's something terrible is about to happen. I think that's out of character for her because I think she's more brave than that. No, I disagree because the doctor said something later about it. Like, she is, all of her thing is instinct and feeling. So, like... Yeah, but, yeah, I get that. And she does, she does feel that. She senses things in a completely different way. I thought it's a bit of a cheap shot, as in... They're in space and she can send something bad. I want you to have landed and send something bad. And I did also feel, and I thought this was really good acting from Leela, when the Doctor was zapped, and I mean, we know because we see it, but she knew that, like, something wasn't right. But he, and it was, I don't know, I quite liked that, where you could sort of see an unease because she's, like, on the shit with him and she's like, you're you're not right, what's going on, what's going on? And I quite liked that. 
I thought it was quite a good sort of like, that's why I enjoyed that sort of dynamic shift of the doctor change, but no, he's not unwell. Something's changed and how she sensed that. Oh yeah, I get that. And that she sensed, cause she sensed stuff in horror of Fang Rock and in, in, in all other stories. It's just her height. Why isn't she standing there going, Doctor, I can feel something like she has done before. I don't like the cowering in the corner. I don't think that she would do that. I think she's braver than that. She would stand up and say, there's something happening. And I, I don't know. I just didn't like the cowering in the corner. I just thought that yeah, was out I, I get that. I get that. I get that. I like. I think the the playing of it wasn't great, but I think... The, the writing of her character and the idea, yeah. So, yeah, so we got um, Lawrence in the freezer. Doctor gets possessed. Uh, oh, yeah, so the Doctor meets our, our bad crew uh, and he's evil Doctor. I think they might they might have slightly had to change the line because they're like, right, you, you've been infected now. It's a virus. Let the breeding begin. And then he went, let the breeding from my nucleus begin because if you said like the breeding begin that's like a completely different type <laughs> of thing <laughs> like i think he yeah. had to make that clear that it's the breeding from his nucleus <laughs> like yes. go after leela let the breeding begin is not the best way to say it no. <laughs> I, I don't know again i kind of liked um it kind of made me laugh a little, the extra explanations from the Doctor. Even under trance, he has to further explain things, and I thought it was quite funny. And then Leela is off on her own. I like that this is her first... Well, no, actually, she's done it quite a bit, hasn't she? Where she's left on her own. The Doctor is evil, and she's out there to sort whatever. So she finds... I'm going to call him Lawrence from now on. Um, but then he gets got... Everyone's getting Everyone's got. Everyone's getting got by this virus. <laughs> Covid times again. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I had a bit of a. It's been a while since we've had a mystery virus. I know. Well, and and Covid watch, and I kind of thought, do you know what though? Like, at least you can see it. At least you know you've got it. It's not like the hidden virus or anything. The invisible. What is it? The invisible enemy. The invisible. It's not that invisible. Well, no, it's not. Is it? It's glitter over your face, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Um, and then the Doctor's going to go and uh, shoot Leela. That's the end of part one, so evil Doctor time. And as you say, into part two, we then very quickly head off to this medical asteroid place. But before we do that, because Lawrence has been taken out... See, this is the problem. They haven't thought this through. Everyone's got all their fake eyelashes on and it looks very pretty, but... Oh, and he's got his glasses. But he has those big... It's like those shades you get in one of those, like, photo booths, dress-up photo booth things, isn't it? You know? It's very 80s, very... all right? In the 80s, he'd be in his, like, track suit with his giant glasses, you know? Yeah, dress-up costume party sunglasses. I thought it was hilarious, because also, I don't think I'd realised that he'd been taken over. Oh, come on. I don't know. You must have. As in... But but early on, they don't all have the sparkly eyes straight away. I don't think I I could be wrong. But if I went out, if I just went, hold on a second, I'm just going to get a drink, and I came back and sat down in front of you with those massive things on you, aren't you going to say, are you okay? That's not what it was. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because they arrive at the thing, and they're like, he's got um, he's got something in his eyes. So they don't understand at that point, do they? Well, everyone's been zapped in the eyes, haven't they? That's what this thing yeah, does. They're, huge. they're these huge, big smile. Are you okay? I've got something in my eyes. The big comedy glasses. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But uh, you are right. Leela and the receptionist. Oh, I loved it so much. I loved it. It reminded me of some like sort of 
funny, passive aggressive. It reminded me of being in a hospital. Like I loved it. Yeah, it was it was really good. That scene was it made episode two for me. But then we meet Professor Marinus, not Marinus. Yeah. Mar- oh, Marius. Sorry, I kept thinking of Keys of Marinus. That's why. But it's Marius. Uh, of we have to mention Keys of Marinus. Professor Marius, owner of K Nine and creator of K Nine. He's been in Doctor Who before. I see. And complete opposite, absolute complete opposite. He is from Planet of Evil. He is Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde guy. No way! Completely different. That. Here he is, way over the top. Accent, like, is he playing it for laughs? You see, this is what I mean. We've changed tone so much. New producers right, coming. What I really liked about this, though. Is that change of tone? That is something I really liked. I liked that he came in and he was sort of, it was sort of a light refreshment, and it genuinely felt so. I mean, we've never had anything like that. I cannot think of a time in Doctor Who where we've gone from the incident to the recovery, and like even on Earth. All right, we've had the doctors and stuff, but it's always like, but he's got two hearts, or. I can't feel a heartbeat. But wait, you know, it's that sort of stuff. This was like we're in space hospital. We've never been in space hospital before. So we've never been. This is new. And he was just kind of like, why are we not aware of it? Oh, ooh, interesting. And I quite liked it. It was a complete shift of change and, and a change of tone. And also, I liked knowing from the start, I was like, this guy is on our team. Yeah. We don't have any uh, who are you, prisoners or whatever. He's brought in immediately. We can carry on with the story. There's no holding there's up. no like there's no let up it just and i'll tell you what mark i found moving between episodes one and two i watched those straight through oh my god like i found them really easy to watch well i think i found one a bit like okay but two was such a relief and so like easy flowing and i knew what the point was and where we were going with it it, it was an easy watch. I think we have, now we've got this new producer, we have got a shift in tone. I think the whole Mary Whitehouse violence thing has been taken into consideration. And so they are a bit more. Although saying that, Lee's still going around with her knife. So I've written an eye test. Someone has an eye test. I think Lawrence gets out and starts infecting people around. Um, then they... Well, they try to take his glasses off and he zaps people with his eyes. Leela gets scanned, so they, they find out, yeah, okay, because she's more sort of primitive and has those, uh, for whatever reason, she's immune to... So this sort of gunfight battle happens with various nurses and people being taken over and Leela goes off on her own. She, Her and K9 are doing a bit of a... She does that role. She does that. She's like blasting people, doing a I role. I loved all that. K9's I love Leela and K9. Leela and K9 was brilliant. Like, And I was so excited by it because I think it's because it's the first time I've watched and known that like that thing or that person will be joining like sometimes I'm like I wonder but this is the first time where I'm like from the start because I know that Kane I've seen like clips you know canine always comes up in clips whenever they show like it always comes up so I know at some point canine I just didn't realize it was now I am canine and I am warning you look I came to see the doctor I arrived with him I do have offensive capability you have been warned retreat retreat so it was so refreshing from the start to be like, that character I'm going to see again 
and I know he's going to be part of the whole folklore of this, and to see the see them working together with ease from the start, because also it's a fucking robot. He's got a personality though already, hasn't he? He's quite funny. It's a personality, but it is a robot. It's not like making decisions in. It's almost as if if we'd have had what's his name from previous season come on, who we loved, who was also oh, a D84. robot. Then got <laughs> yeah, <say> Vince then. <laughs> Oh. Was, the 80 is it d84? d84 yeah yeah it's like d84 it's practical there's no emotion there's no like that's really hard that and that's also really hard to form a dynamic with and well we and we with k9 now we have a portable gun that can go around and help out with various things as well so leela leela and k9 go on great in the battle she's like they're great and, then, and, you know, K-9 provides all, like, science stuff for the Doctor. Also, I loved the Doctor's reaction to seeing K-9, just knowing it was a dog and being like, well, hello. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Oh, Mark, I loved it. Well, then, as we carry on with the story, the solution, because the Doctor's lying there, uh, is to clone the Doctor and Leela and then miniaturise them and then inject them into the Doctor's brain. <laughs> Which is yes. just so. Then we've got two doctors and Leela's going around. Leela is not bothered. She's like, "Oh, which one is it? Oh, yeah, okay." She's carrying on with the battle. I love that. I love that dialogue. Is this an episode? This is episode to end of two, yeah, isn't end of it? Two. Yeah, they're shrunk. I remember Mark. Mark, I remember. Yeah, so that's end of episode two. The cliffhanger is them going round in like the water, like Whoa. yeah, that wasn't great. But as a cliffhanger idea, like they got miniaturized and. In yeah, and I love that dialogue. She's like going, Kanan, can you explain cloning? And it's like, can you do it simple? No. Humor. Love it. And, Le- and when Leela's like, Oh, do I look really look like that? Oh, I don't want to Yeah, I love that. And I also like I love she's, it. Yeah, saying about the cloning, she's just like, Well, you get on with that. I'm gonna go out and fight. See you later, sort of thing. <laughs> she knows hey, she knows a purpose here. And I just liked that this was going on, but generally I could follow the plot of the story. Like I was a bit confused why we were cloning, and then I understood he was going into it to fight the virus. He was like, "We're going to go and like." So I understood that. That I was like, "Okay, fine. That's what he's doing." We've not been miniaturized for a long time. The last time we were miniature was season two. Oh my god, Planet of Giants! You love you love Planet <laughs> Giants. I love Planet I Giants. We've been miniaturized, maybe. Oh no, actually, we got miniaturized in Carnival of Monsters, kind of. Kind of. Can't think of any other time. It's well overdue of a miniaturization. It's well overdue. Love a bit of miniaturizing. Love being put in a lot of tear ducts. Also, there's so I was watching Rick and Morty around the same time, and it was an episode where Morty gets miniaturized for any Rick and Morty fans out there. I think it's like season two or three. Anyway, so maybe that's another reason why I was like, and then miniaturized. <laughs> there's a lot of like Rick and Morty to this episode well what do you think about all the inside of the when they're walking around oh it's crap it's absolute crap i'm not a fan of it but equally they're on their third set so let's give them a break blue screen stuff a lot of it or random bits of bin bag hanging up and well yeah but actually it wasn't as awful there were like the ball things there were bits where i was like that's not too bad the the antibodies attacking leela the white antibodies Ah! No, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Like all that. I like the but concept is good. It's the third it's the, it's the third story and it is their third set. We've had weird dark ship, we've had beautiful hospital, 
clean hospital and now we're in a human body. I can't wait till we get later in the season when they do re- genuinely run out of money. This isn't the worst looking story <laughs> by far. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, yeah. So Canine is out there with Leela. Canine shoots the wall, but you can already see that it's already been cut out and it's like take two and they've already had a go. It's oh, it's just a bit. I know I shouldn't be. I should be looking at the story and how amazing it is. And it's great. Uh ambition i didn't even spot that you know i mean re- i saw k9 but i didn't even spot it but oh and then k9 gets taken over but then he resets himself and he's all right yeah of course he does um, k9 and then so leela's come inside the doctor's brain because he wants her to use her tracking and her skills to follow where the virus went through i like that idea and there's some big concepts where it's like one side of the, the mind and the imagination or something like that let's also like once over, this would have all just been two or three stories. They'd have been in that body for like two episodes once over. It's nice that we're just moving through it. We're just like, we get to our point, we're fun along the way, we bounce along some white balls that are white antibodies, and then we meet what is you know a pretty pathetic virus. Okay, so we meet the nucleus... Nucle- nucleus? <laughs> the nucleus <laughs> of the swarm who is... Well, it's this black thing with like a hand inside the doctor's, and he's having a chat to it. Outside, Marius is taken over. And don't you think it's weird? The nurse does a bit of action. Nurse has a hero moment here. But it's weird. He shuts the nurse inside the booth for no. He doesn't say anything. Then they come in and take over, and then she escapes. Yeah, I mean, all of that. I thought that was a bit of a shame that he got taken over. I mean, I guess it's just to move the story along in some way and have something happen. I was, I was a bit like, oh, really? Okay. Like he's, and because then when they, when they're trying to get him out, I was like, they're gonna have to get them out at some point. And then he, when he was like, kill them. Well, of course, that's what you do. And he's like, no, we must. Grow. I was like, well, what's the point? If he was threatened, that would have been different. As in, like, if you don't do what I say, and he tries, he's trying to reason with them. But when you've been taken over. And you're doing it. I just think it's a bit odd. I'm a little bit confused at the end of this episode. You might need to explain because when the DVD came out, there was an error in the DVD. So at the end of part three, the doctor's talking to the black thing. Yeah. uh, And then it sort of cuts to the credits and then it cuts back again to the prawny bit. Basically, they mess up the end of that cliffhanger bit. There's like a scene that's out of sync. And at the time, this was years ago, this came out on DVD, you could send away for a replacement disc, and I never did. I was just thought, it'll come out on Blu-ray or something. So um, <laughs> I never, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people out there had this problem on the DVD. So <laughs> I never really got, maybe that's why I didn't watch this one very much, because I had that error on it. So it's all, I, I saw it out of order for some reason. It was a bit, so. So like, I had, he's talking to the blobby thing. Second reference of Blobby we've had in two weeks. Anyway, he's talking to the Blobby thing and he says, like, you won't get away with it or something like that. And he's like, no, you've actually fallen for my plan. And then the next scene is he's shouting, the tear duct. The, oh, and then the doctor's going, the tear duct, the tear duct, the tear duct. And then it goes there, there, and he's like, at, at the, we're back in the lab and he's there at the tear duct. And then the other guy's going, kill them! And he's like, no, we must maximise them or whatever he says, something like that. I'm ad-libbing a lot here. So then he puts them in the maximizer, 
steps back, but actually it's not them, it's the blobby thing. The prawn, yeah. The giant yeah. prawn. Which, again, great cliffhanger, I thought, because what you're expecting is to see them come back. You don't – and it, it's literally the, the last shot is, is him saying, like, no, you've fallen for my plan. Then you hear the doctor shouting, the tear duct, the tear duct. So you think they're running for that, but actually – or trying to break, and then when you see it go big, you're like, ah, oh, that's great. It is a great moment, yes, as written, as realised. It's a terrible – it's a terrible monster. I mean, is that somebody in the suit – Okay, hold on. I'm going to just hold myself a minute (laughs) until I get angry and have a go at the prawn. (laughs) So, yeah, the Nucleus of Big part four. Before we go into that, prawns, I'm thinking about prawns, I might put in a clip here of when, you know, on the books podcast we did, you know when I ate prawn crackers live in front of you and I hate (laughs) them and they make me sick? Yeah. (laughs) Basically, I'm going to put the whole prawn cracker story from our other podcast in here because I don't need to explain it then. And you, oh my gosh, I completely happened. forgot about and that. Your shock of me being like, I told you this story basically, and then you're shocked that <laughs> I hate prawn crackers. So there we go, prawn cracker story. The story with prawn, do you like prawn crackers? I've had them in years. You see, I, I'm i going to try one now. Right. I warn you. <laughs> <laughs> So I went to like a birthday party when I was like five or six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already laughing. Yeah, you know go. you go, you know you go around, and you go to like someone in your class or whatever, and you're kind of not necessarily wanting to be there. Yeah, but you go, and anyway, there was the food was oh we're all going to get Chinese takeaway, and I, being quite young, I didn't really have no. Chinese. I'm, Chinese takeaway is probably my least out of if I'm choosing I'd have like Indian or something yeah or, yeah you know yeah pizza <laughs> you're a lot of um, pizza so I didn't really like it and I don't really like sweet and sour or that kind of no, stuff no I don't like much. sweet and sour so the, everyone orders all this stuff I think they just ordered we were like kids so it yeah, wasn't like yeah. choose what you want it was just have all of this yeah and I didn't I was like oh I don't like any of this and I had a prawn cracker and I was like great this is nice I'll eat this so you know when you like eat just this loads of prawn crackers. So I just had all these. What are these crisp things? I'll have these. These are nice. And I had a lot. And then I remember coming home and just feeling really ill and just throwing up so much. And then, ever since then, if I just think about prawn crackers, I can throw up. Like, if I think about the taste. Oh, please don't eat one then. I don't want that. So, you know, if you're like hungover and you feel better if you've been sick, all I've got to do is think of like the prawn cracker taste. And I could be sick. But I haven't done that for a long time. Please don't eat them. I'm going to try one. Oh my God. (laughs) Live on air. There could be a live vom. Let me just get the smell. Mm. Oh, Mark, uh, don't do let it. Let me just try. Let me Can just, you I think, stand, no, right, I think I'll be all right. Up, this has been a long time. Oh I think I'll gosh. be all right. Yeah, but you still use that as a... Oh, okay. Oh, actually. Okay. Oh, God, I'm so scared. Mm. Are you going to vomit? They're not as strong, actually. It's all right. Are you going to vomit? Let me just try one more. Oh, no, my God. I think I'll be all right. I can't cope. <laughs> you have one. I'm scared. Okay. No, they're not that strong. Um, no. Two's enough. Two's enough. No. No. I can feel it. No. Okay. 
Experiment over. I can't have any more. But they're not they're not as strong as I remember. No, they're not as strong. Are you gonna vote? You... I'm fine, it's alright, I won't have any more. Oh my gosh, I, I only have like this. one and a half, but that's fine. <laughs> crackers are out for me. <laughs> but I thought it would be a good try. There we go. They're not yeah. even on the table now. You're gonna vomit. No, I'm we're alright, I'll be alright. I can't cope with this. There we go, done. Done. Okay, so that well, there, is, we are. there we are. That's prawn crackers for our. <laughs> if you email us, I'll send you some prawn crackers. That haven't been vomed on or anything. <laughs> I didn't think of it as a prawn, you know. I just thought of it as a big blob. It's the 60s. That is something we would see in the 60s. That's like Sandy. Oh, for That's sure. Like Sandy was better. The Web Planet was better than that. It was up there with the shoes of the store I didn't enjoy. Well, Robot's didn't... shoes are the best costume ever compared to this nucleus thing and they but like it's someone in a suit but then they both the guys who are taking it they're holding it up they have to carry it through he can't walk on his own he can't move on his own they're holding its hands as it goes along oh we've had that come on mark what was what was the robot that had to be guided the giant robot okay well yeah it's like that they've got to guide it but that looked amazing beautiful but it, this is not beautiful. <laughs> this is a terrible, badly thought-out design because even someone in a costume cannot stand on their own in it. Stick to the brief. Be a bit more sensible with it. Stick to the brief. <laughs> I know I'm being really harsh. I know. But I can't help it. It makes me angry. Listeners, this is not as mad as Mark was with Earl Grey, okay? I'm just going to put that out. This is not Earl Grey mad, but... Because he hasn't sworn yet, but <laughs> it's it's on that the rant is on the parallel of El Grey. So like I know how angry he is. At I this. think part four is the weakest part. Um, I liked though Lida dressed up in the nurses thing, and she puts the makeup on to make it look like she's been taken over. That was clever. Yeah, yeah, I liked the fun. I liked all of Leela's storyline. It's a in good this. story for her. Yeah. It's a really good storyline for her. She has a lot of but fun. This is the first time she's really had a, you know, she's got K9. The doctor's out of it, really, for quite a lot in terms of that part of the story. So it is just Leela. Okay, Leela is just pretty much fighting. I don't know where everyone else in the hospital is, if they've been evacuated or whatever. But Well, no, remember, they're stuck from one oh, floor. Course. Like, yeah, they're trapped. Yeah, they're trapped. Yeah, I forgot about that. The trap, Mark. Come on. Keep pointing us story. <laughs> It's almost like you don't care about the story. Well, and this prawn thing's going around wanting to spawn everywhere. So it wants to... And then they, it gets in the spaceship with them, the terrible spaceship with a terrible crew. They can all... <laughs> oh, I mean... And then they're back on this other planet, aren't they? I was really shocked. In part four, the most shocking moment is Leela jumps out on one of the crew, stabs him, and she does say, this is the way you do it. You just stab him in the neck. And you see her go down and stab in the neck. I mean, you don't... Right. I loved, and I'm really jumping ahead here, but I loved her being like, Dots, why don't we just blow it up? And he's like, that's not the answer. It just, uh, and then they just end up blowing it up. And she was like, well, that was my idea. And I loved all that. I thought it was hilarious. Well, where are you on uh, Sexual Chemistry Watch this time? <laughs> I mean, it's a bit harder this time, isn't it? Because most of the time he is asleep. It's a great story for um, Tom Baker. In terms of like, I'm just gonna have a snooze now. I still think he's a little bit grumpy with her in a in a way. He's a bit grumpier in this one. Yeah, I agree. I think he's grumpy, but I thought it was more like I didn't think it was as much at her as the story 
because the situation he's taken over. And the dog. Because he's taken over, yeah. Yeah, like it's a bit of a naff story for him. It's a really shit story for the doctor, let's be honest. This is again the whole point of this story is to introduce us to canine. Well, actually well, I don't know because okay, they had canine in this story. I think because he was so he was popular, they're like, let's keep him on. I don't it wasn't a plan to bring in a companion in that way as a regular but the tone, but this is where we're shifting. You would never get the comedy doctor and his dog in last season. Not a pre- not last season. And you no. You wouldn't get the scene that stood out to me. You know when the doctor's running, he slams the TARDIS door, goes off, and Leela and K9 are like, uh, "Doctor, <laughs> you forgot us." I love that but as well. It made me laugh. You wouldn't get that last season or the season before with Sarah Jane. This is where we're slightly coming into this extra lightness and comedy moments and the Doctor's behaviour, you wouldn't get something like that with anyone, with any of the Doctors before. Like, okay, not even like the second Doctor, I don't think. This is where those things start to creep in and this is where that combined with some of the cheapness. But no, like you say, the, the lines with Leela, there's some great stuff, but sometimes I think it's it shifts a bit. It's shifted so I'm much not- already. Look. Even from last week in Horror of Fang Rock, that was so completely different i think for me i enjoyed this because it was so different and it felt like a light relief after what has been quite a heavy few seasons in terms of story and place and dialogue like we've had some really big deep things like quite gruesome deaths we've had a lot of that and this just felt a little bit lighter and i was a little bit for it no, that's great. That's brilliant. And we have a fucking robot dog. I mean, come on. Well, it would be great to see the dynamic now. We've got Leela K9 and the Doctor. But it, it felt like a, just such a change. And yes, like, the acting wasn't great. We've had bad acting last season in that crying scene. <laughs> yeah, no, that was one scene, not like... <laughs> I know, but like, we have incidents of Oh my bad God, acting. imagine Zilda in this. Oh my God, I've been taken over by the swarm. <laughs> but only that one scene. The rest of the time she was fine. Let's not disaffect everything, just that one crying scene. It's him or whatever she said. Anyway, they weren't all awful. Give them some credit. Like that, the whole party scene. But when they were taken over... Other than them just being crew, I didn't like think anyone was particularly bad because that's what being taken over is. I thought they were quite decent at that. I really enjoyed it. Will I rate it very highly? In like, dunno, probably not. But it was a good break. And I'm sure I cannot be the only person. I'm sure do fans really hate this? No, I wouldn't say hate. No, I've been particularly harsh, but I'm sure we'll get everybody saying how great this is now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's definitely got a lot of flaws and some, I guess I'm reaching a point watching this where the flaws seem part of the series as well, which is what fans say. Like a lot of the fans will be like, but that's why I love it because there's like a familiarity in the bad stuff sometimes you know when you get like bad costumes or you get like a bad monster that's kind of like so some of those things i can just sort of like i can take that because other moments make up for it like leela and the receptionist scene loved like right whoever wrote that was like and now we'll have leela interact with a hospital receptionist like round of applause, <laughs> you know? okay well 
There we go. Well, I won't say any more because I'm just going to be harsh on it more. <laughs> I've also although, had a many positive rum. Although, okay, watching this, probably this is, in terms of watching and concentrating all the way through, I've probably watched this maybe once or twice before. So I have enjoyed it the most ever that I have. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, yeah, I see what you mean. There's a light relief just looking, yeah, I can see. I can see that. It's not one that I would choose to watch all the time, though. You've got to watch these, and it depends what's going on, and your mood. Like so much of mood affects us. Like you and me, we are not robots. We've been quite stressed recently. We've had some really like, like big tough episodes of, and you know things have been quite heavy. And we're going into winter. Mm. I'm I'm just saying, if I'd have watched this at a different time in a different headspace, it might have been a completely different reaction. Um, But as it stands. I was going into winter. At the time, I'd been watching some Rick and Morty. <laughs> and then I was watching this. And maybe I was just in a positive headspace to be like, this is quite nice light relief. This is quite fun. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Cool. Wow. Oh, there's a robot dog. We've got K9. I'm most excited about K9. Have lots of K9 talks now. Yeah. Woo. Yes. <laughs> well, the next story, it's more of a fan favorite okay one i don't have oh, maybe i've watched once before i'm not that familiar with the season so it's going it's new for me so four episodes again and i have actually had to look up what the next one is this is how well i know this season <laughs> uh it's called image of the fendal image of the fendal yeah fendal fendal it gives me nothing. But how exciting because we've got K9 with us. I don't even know how long I'll enjoy K9 for, but right now, loving the high of K9. Also, I just like that he, like, he was like, early on, he's like, it's my best friend. And then he was like, actually, I'm going back to Earth. Do you want my dog? <laughs> I just, yeah, there's so much headspace that goes into, like, when you watch these, how it impacts what you see. And with K9 as well. They did it a couple of times where they're like, yes, K-9, come into the TARDIS. And then they sort of, you never see K-9 go in because he can't, because there's a step up. Uh, so they yeah. pretend that he goes in. <laughs> I um, I reckon if you and me had been watching this together with a bag of Haribo. Oh, yes. yeah, Like so a proper sugar right. high, we'd have had a completely, like you'd have been on board with me at some of the silliness. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, it's... It wasn't. We've had worse. We have had had worse. worse, and it was. And I'm not putting it on a pedestal of brilliant, but I didn't think it was awful. I don't think it's the worst thing we've seen. That is still, um, the bumblebee one for me. Web planet, yeah. Web planet and the screw. Edge of destruction, yeah. They're both still the worst for me. <laughs> Actually, no, and um, smugglers. Oh my god! I can't believe you keep bringing up smugglers. <laughs> I really hated it. Do you know? There's rumours going around that they found a William Hartnell episode. If it turns out to be the smugglers, <laughs> we are going back. Enjoy watching it, Mark. Enjoy watching it. It'll be a brand new Polly episode for you to watch. <laughs> Let's go. Contact has been made. There we go. That was my outro. Um, in the meantime, everyone, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who. Uh, let us know what you think about the Invisible Enemy. 
I, oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Two. Watch who.